Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Good morning. Good morning. It's Friday. Friday can only mean one thing, that it is... Time for the storied John and Dave show. My name is Dave. I am uh, shortly going to be joined by one of the handsomest men in the entire universe. His name is John Acuff. He's a friend of mine. And we start our Fridays by talking about literally nothing so that we can send you off into the weekend in a happy way. Voice is a little scratchy today. Let that go. Doesn't matter. A little allergy season here in Texas and it's messing with me. I'm going to try and get John Acuff in here. Let's see if he's around. How's everybody's morning going? Let's see. I see John Acuff's request. Please rise, remove your hats, and welcome to the stage, Mr. John Acuff. John? John, is that you? Hey, look who it is. I missed missed you last week, man. Yeah, it feels like it's been a while. It's been too long. Where was I? I was some. Uh, was I in South Dakota? I was in South Dakota last. You week. were in That's South Dakota. Here's the thing. I don't know that you were. I know that you were doing something for farmers, but you were also doing something for the South Dakotan Tourism Board because now, I had no concept that South dude, Dakota was actually South Dakota delicious. It, dude. Here's the dumbest thing I said last week, though. I said I'll land in Pierre, South Dakota, and get some food on the way to where I'm going. And that was a dumb sentence because no. I drove 45 miles past two cars. <laughs> I get to a hunting lodge in the middle of this gorgeous place. They don't have a restaurant. It's like a private club that they don't make you dinner if you're the event. And I asked the front desk lady, I say, how far is this the nearest fast food? Is it 20 miles away? Thinking I'm exaggerating. And she goes, it's 45 miles. It's in Pier. So where I had been. So I, I grabbed two small cookies from the lobby and I had some crackers in my suitcase that were probably nine years old. And that is the glamour of being a public speaker. Beautiful. I mean, here's the thing though, the, whatever you were staying, I don't know where it was. It looked like a resort. Like yeah, there was water. I didn't know that South Dakota had water. It does. It, it was beautiful. Anyway. Where's the, where's the like dumbest airport decision you've made? Like, have you ever been like, I'll grab something at the airport and you're flying out of like Panama City's beach airport. And there's a guy named Jerry who handles bags and the deli. And he's, I, well, he's like, you want a griddle? You want a griddle sandwich, Dave? I mean, I went in and out of Panama City. You saw uh, yesterday, day before, I, uh, I also was speaking on uh, Wednesday night. And so I had a very quick in and out, 24 hours. Sure. Uh, if, if there was a mistake, the mistake was I almost missed the flight coming back because I 
just I, I didn't really think about the possibility of there being a single like TSA line. Like there was just like a single person. It was rush like, hour. I'll use TSA pre. I'm clear. I'll just I'm, go in the fast lines. So I use the there. I use the clear. I use the clear. So I just didn't think yeah. about it. I got there like 45 minutes early, and uh, I just barely it was the last passenger yeah. on the plane. But what were you coming back for? What was the rush to get home? Explain that to me. Uh, there wasn't so much a rush as I. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, my kids are kids camp. in camp. Yeah, so, so so kids are at camp. So yeah. there's there's rarely a time when I, when this house is as pristinely quiet as it is right now. Sure. And so the idea of just like being here to hang out feels yeah. right. And I'm You're also like, I'm, I gotta I'm, get back to Dave Town. I'm yeah. in Dave Town right now. I'm in PCB. Where were you? Who are you speaking for Wednesday night? It's not a secret. Like no, oh yeah, no. It, it was a, the thing is it was a small it was a small business about well a little bit bigger than a small business about a thousand people. And I was, yeah, I just came in and like gave him a little rah rah. Let's go, here we go. And how so, how long was your speech? Forty five minutes. Okay. Yeah, okay. and it was, and it was like the whole the idea was like the the playbook has changed because the game has changed, and so you know, like how do we learn from the things that the last year plus taught us in how we had to be resilient, whatever else, and how can we apply those things going forward? So it was great. Um, best it was line also, you did, best line you did, or best joke? Like, what was the thing you're like, ah, all right, yeah, that worked. Uh, best line, I mean, I, I, I get pretty fired up about this idea of, I mean, I, I'm so on, the, like, leaving the harbor thing. So I tend to end most of the time getting back to the tattoo of this idea that, like, we're built for the choppiness of the water that we are having to sail into. And so this, as a business, they were experiencing a lot of headwinds because of the way that the last year had challenged the way that they were traditionally doing things. So it was more like the yell talking at the end that had people fired up, let's go, the music plays. And I think hopefully they feel like, yo, I can handle whatever's going to come next by the time we finish this conversation. So that was nice. that. Was what I was and live yeah. events are back. Live, live events are back. back. I know. I'm, t I'm talking again on Monday in, in Orlando. So I'm, it's like I'm going to Florida twice in a five in a five day period. Maybe you'll move there. Maybe, I mean, you can move to Tampa. They've got, like, stuff in Tampa. Something <laughs> to think about. Um, you know, Tom Brady is in Tampa, for instance. Right, right. Uh, if that's ever a consideration. I don't know. Austin doesn't have a football team other than, well, they have a college football team. They also, well, they have the, they have the uh, Longhorns, but they also now have uh, a football team, uh, an FC soccer team. I mean, like, we call it soccer. Uh, here, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Sure. McConaughey has a, you know, actual – stake really? in this in this team yeah i'm think i'm getting into british soccer i decided that recently because i saw four episodes of a show on netflix and i was like i'm willing to die for this team now their name is sunderland they've been relegated down to the, the championship league from the premier league huge huge thing um and now i'm into it and they scream at soccer games and they sing songs like i'm sunderland till i die um, and i'm kind of like i've never been to sunderland i couldn't find it on a map of england <laughs> but i this matters more to me than anything else right now. So I think I'm going to get into football. Like, I think I'm, I think I'm going to, but I also have some questions for you. I have a question I, real quick. Like, have you seen someone just wrote Ted Lasso? Have you seen Ted Lasso? Did we talk of about course. Ted Lasso? Don't I oh. look like a glow? Don't I have the Ted Lasso glow? Oh, I can't wait. Coming back here shortly. It's amazing. Be yeah. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Love that show. Yeah, it comes out show? again Ted in like two weeks, right? Two weeks. Yeah. Cannot wait. I hope they make a hundred seasons. Like, I agree. I, I would watch. That and John Wick, again, which I've been very clear, I'd watch Revenge movies and Ted Lasso, and they're very different. By the way, though, did we talk about this before? If someone tried to describe Ted Lasso to you, were you skeptical of your like, yeah. ability to like this show? 
I rejected it for months from friends and be like, just watch an episode. I'm like, ah, I'm good. Yeah. It's, like, it's about this guy who smiles a lot and he's happy and he makes little brownies. I was like, nah, I'm, no. I'm I got so I'm good. much going on with these bookshelves and stuff and this banner. Like, I'm, I'm full up. I'm full up right now. Okay. Give me a question. Best thing work-wise that you did in the last week. Last seven days, there was a moment, what I call a walk-off-a-plane moment, where you're getting off a plane, you put on a song, you're like, it's Aloe Black's I'm the Man, it's Andy Minio's coming in hot. Like, there's some moment where you're like, I did the thing that I meant to do the thing. Hooray, I did the thing. What was that moment? I had this meeting. I put it in my stories just like a tiny, tiny bit, but I had this meeting with the team that has helped create the site where all of the goodies that will come with my book for like the incentive for, hey, thank you for pre-ordering. Now you get these things are gonna live. And when I was going through it, like you get to walk through the first chapter of the book, there's gonna be some different courses that are available. It just looks and feels so cool. And I also think there's just a massive amount of value inside of it. So being able to sit with the team and see what they have pulled together for what will be about a 90 day ramp to my launch and the weekly messages that we're gonna have for 13 weeks worth of coaching and all of this stuff, just free value to the audience for showing up for this book. I was like, I got done with that meeting and I was like, you know what, this is gonna be really rad and I'm so excited for it. And I'm also getting ready to have like a 90 day sprint. It's like, it's going to be a, like I guess a sprint to a finish line for October 26th. So I'm super excited about it. It really is. It, it, well, what's the URL? Give us the URL again. MrDaveHollis.com. So uh, if you go there, you can find out all the things. There's a place to drop an email uh, in if you want to find out about all the stuff. Uh, next, next week, I'm going to tell everyone what you get. And then in two weeks, we're going to start a weekly thing where on Mondays and Wednesdays, there'll be lives. Monday nights, there'll be a private Facebook community where there'll be live coaching, Q&A. And it's all just, it's all free. It's all value add. I'm so excited for it. Awesome. Speaking yeah. of Mr. Wait, what Dave was Hall your thing? What was your thing? Oh, uh, I, I spoke to um, a group. Uh, it was a, a grocery store chain called Hy-Vee in the Midwest. They yes. are amazing. Like, I've never been to Iowa. So I went to their headquarters. The CEO, this guy named Randy, had read my book, Soundtracks bought a copy for every one of their store directors, store managers. And um, it was one of the first times I'd done this content in a corporate setting about why your mindset matters and how to change it. And it went really well. It was super fun and they were super encouraged. And it felt like a practical application because most mindset conversations are so holistic and fuzzy that they never get down to the, well, what do I do with that? If somebody yeah. says, yeah. just say it to the universe and it magically happens, that's not helpful information on a Tuesday. What do I do with that? So to be able to break that down for them was super fun. And I, I left Iowa like, all right, I did the thing. Like I helped all those people. They have an amazing brand. I mean, they have 90,000 employees. And so like when you, it was just so fun to be in that space. And then like that, that um, public speaking is coming back. That is my favorite thing in the world to do. I will do every delayed flight, every missed flight, every hotel, every whatever for that hour on stage, for that 45 minutes, for that 30 minutes, like, I love, love, love that. And so I got to do it this week and I was like, ah, it's back. It's back. So good. Like, so good. So that was what, that was what made me, that was my favorite this week. But my tie in question, cause there's always tie in questions. I try to leave it loose and tight. It's attention. Um, Mr. Dave Hollis.com is your website. What is Dave Hollis doing? Like right now, is there a Dave Hollis with a stranglehold on the name Dave Hollis? Like, did you go to that? You came to Instagram. You're like, I'll just register my name. And somebody's like, I'm Dave Hollis already. And I like cats and I have a cat fan page. Like, 
what's happening there? Like what, what inspired the mister? Well, I mean, I previously was in business with and a relationship with a human who had as a handle Ms. Rachel Hollis. Uh, and so Ms. So and Mr. It just made sense that we were like, you know, this and that. And since that ends up being a handle that I use on Instagram where I end up spending most of my time, I figured why not? It did, you know, like it just kind of made sense. Plus the only other Dave Hollis that I really have fondness for is Dave Hollis Sr. who uh, is a contractor and my father. Well, uh, not, yeah, a con yeah. not a contractor anymore. He just retired. He's a golfer yeah. now. Uh, but uh, I don't know that there's like a ton that you need in the world of like positioning Dave Hollis's. Although I yeah. did get a note from a very concerned fan, and I appreciate this, that someone was using my pictures on a dating website, which I mean, That's like a on, compliment. The, on the one hand, I said, yes, I appreciate that this person believes that this is going to get them a date, but also... Wow. How do we stop that? Because that's creepy. I don't want someone to be let down when they show up with their date and it's you not the uh, this guy. Bait. You were the catfish, catfish bait. bait. I'm catfish bait. What a, wow. what, a, what a place to get to in my life. Thank that you. That is, I Thank don't know to put it in your bio, but consider it. Consider, <laughs> like, you know, he's written a couple books. He lives, you know, with his kids, da, 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 da. Also tall and handsome enough to be used as catfish bait. How many people can say that? I can't say that. Nobody's ever like, I want to look gray-haired and, and shorter than some people. Get John Anka's photo. Get it and use it. The thing is, I, like, I get these notes from people all the time of like, oh, this, this account, it says it's a, it's a private fan account. And they like, oh, yeah. I, I get those. Honestly, my feeling is like, I just want to pray for that person because it's just yeah. like, man, what kind of life is, is really happening on that side that like creating oh. fake fan accounts is And you're going thing. to bed, like the people that try to rip you off on your phone, like when I get calls from Kingston, Georgia, and I'm like, I know this is scam. Like that person has a soul they go to bed with. Like yeah. I know they don't feel good. Like you can't feel good ripping off old people who think that there is a Nigerian prince that you're supposed to give 80 grand to. Like that's not, so yeah, I think about, I think about that some too. The reason I asked is Dave Barnes, my friend and musician, uh, there's a Dave Barnes that has it and it doesn't like Dave Barnes and won't give it to him. And we joke about it. If you look on Twitter and he blocked me, like the, the other Dave Barnes blocked me because I was like, hey, what's going on? And he got mad at me and I was like, oh, the real Dave. And for some reason, he's like, nah, dude, it ain't happening. He doesn't really even tweet. He doesn't really even use it. So I didn't know if it was one of those situations. Like if you had bumped into like an accountant who was like, yeah, I like sharing Excel spreadsheets and macros that I design in Excel. So screw you. And you're like, man, I'd like to get that name. Oh, man, it's not that. But I hope to run into somebody someday that's like a nemesis that also shares my name. Gosh, it would be amazing. The bizarro Dave Hollis. It'd be amazing. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Okay, what is your favorite podcast that you listen to? 
My favorite podcast that I listen to, it kind of depends on what I'm in the mood for. I Reply All was my favorite forever. They've gone through a crazy transition in the last handful of months. And so- Are they not using words anymore? It's all dance, interpretive dance? Like how crazy transition? It's all colors? No, they were called, I mean, truly there was like a reckoning because they were doing some reporting about systemic stuff that was happening at other places. And that same systemic uh, stuff was happening at their place. And so uh, the main host, so one of those. A, main host I was a fan of left the show. Uh, oh, that's a and, and so that, that's one. But um, Smartless is just something that I am, I, I am just enamored with. And it's uh, Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes oh, yeah. and the voice of Batman uh, on the animated side. Uh, what's his Will name? Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Thank Will you. Arnett. And, and, and the, the job of that show is that each week they rotate in bringing in a guest that the other two aren't ready or prepared to have any kind of conversation with, it's a surprise. Yeah. And that, that, that's great. And then the last one uh, I would say is armchair expert with Dax uh, yeah. Shepard. I just, you know, like his conversations, he's a great interviewer. So yeah. if there's someone that I'm like looking at for inspiration on how to be better about asking a question and then letting someone actually speak, you know, I think he does a good job of that. Uh, those how are, about you? That's good answers. Oh, um, thank you. I don't listen to a ton of podcasts, but I like, uh, I think Tim Ferriss does a really good job with his interviews. Like his interview with Jerry Seinfeld was one where I was pausing to take notes. And for me, like, um, I really was like, what? This is so good. So I like some of those, but I'm, I'm a big audiobook dude. Like I like an audiobook. So if yeah. I have a moment where I'm trying to fill some space, I'm doing it. I like, I just finished the Count of Monte Cristo's 47 hours. That's a, that's a lot of book. And so, like, I'm more of an audiobook guy, but there's some podcasts that I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I like that one. But I'm not, I don't listen to a ton. All right. Random question. Best present you ever received as a Disney corporate employee? So you already mentioned that they gave out Air Buds like candy. Um, if somebody missed a previous episode, Dave said they had a bowl of puppies in the lobby and you could just get a puppy when they were filming an Air Bud series. Um, that's how I interpreted it. Um, and by Airbud 7, everyone in the office was just covered in puppies um, because, you know, I don't know how many it takes to film an Airbud. I'm not, I'm not Scorsese. But what was your best gift? Like, it's the end of the year. There's a basket. It's covered in cellophane. I'm assuming Mickey Mouse hands it to you. I've never worked there. Best thing through, like, wow, we got a blank. All right, so there were plenty of those gift baskets, the attempt from the movie theater executive to try and make the deal making the next time around better by having their ham sent over. Uh, but really the best gifts almost every single time ended up being at the end of production on one of the big movies. Yeah. The producer, the executive producer, the director, someone would take something and to this small group of people that had participated in watching early rounds of the film and giving notes or telling Steven Spielberg he sucks, for instance. It's uh. in the book. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> about that. I didn't say suck, but um, those like, like getting a little piece of uh, like a prop that was on the set in oh. a box, right? Like, so like wow. I have a, I have a decent, I have a decent collection of this jacket was only given to the crew of the Avengers, or this was a piece of something that was on the set of that Star Wars movie that was shot. And um, like I had a, a Dave Solo cast created, uh, like it looks like Han Solo, but it's Dave's head that was sent over from Kathy Kennedy, who it's, it's like that big. I'll, Where I'll is bring, it? 
I'll bring it to the next show. It's in my office. But like that as a gift, like for the rest of my life, it's amazing because it reminds me of the experience that was happening inside of that movie. But then also it's rare. Like there's, there were 25 of us that were participants inside of something that helped create a movie that people love, which is bananas. That's nuts, dude. You have the craziest stories. And when I try to stump you, you bust out that you have a Dave Solo cast of your head from the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> it's I'd a like everybody too. watching this right now, hit me with a heart if you too have a cast of your head that is in a Han Solo style that you receive while working for the Star Wars franchise, even though you don't even like Star Wars. That is- They still give me a gift. That's the, that's, that's the crazy thing. I thought you were going to say bacon, but I don't technically work for Disney, though I am full of magic. Um, I do love, I did love that bacon. <laughs> and I, this was a part of my work. No, yeah. actually, like, funny enough, there were a few different exhibitors that, like, happened to live in certain areas where beef and meat was just, like, the thing. So, like, the Kansas yeah. City-based exhibitor, every single time I'd get, like, a refrigerated beef box and was like, all right, let's make hey, some barbecue. Let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. I love that. Okay, can you talk about this yet? Your patio stuff you're doing, or is that yeah healed next week? Nah, for sure. Who like what are like? Tell us a little about okay, what's that look like? The tour well, part. I mean, yeah, I mean, like at this point, we're still trying to figure out exactly how we do it and what it even ends up being. But the idea was, hey, I've really enjoyed creating space for peace on my own patio. It was this like amazing way to connect with God and just get back to neutral. But everyone's got a patio. And so as a run up to the book launch on October 26th, I'm going to be coming to Nashville and sit on the back patio with John. Yep. While I'm in Nashville, swing over, right and see, right right? swing over and see Carlos Whitaker, swing over and see Don Miller, swing over and see, like there's a whole host of people that are living right there in Those Nashville. Those are great patios. Right? I'll tell you right now, Carlos has a magical house. It's so fun. Don's place is... Bananas. 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 Yeah. So amazing. I got to wait a little bit. He just had a baby, so I can't go busting in there, you know, asking about the Yeah, patio. but they've had it, that kid for like two weeks. They're pros at this point. The first I, yeah. two weeks are hard. The rest of it's super easy. It's anyway, super so easy. I'm going to try and hit like, you know, Tennessee's got like a nice collection of humans. Yep. I'm going to go to LA. I've talked to, you know, go hang out with, hey, Jay Shetty on your patio and Lewis Howes on your patio and what, like whatever it might be. And just like, and it's the idea is just like, let's have some conversations about how you generate peace or how you process chaos or how you, whatever. And let, like, kind of just let the conversation go wherever it does. It's going to just hopefully be fun. You know, that's, I, I think that's the awesome. idea. I think yeah. it'll be, I would stop with me last so I don't set such a high bar for the rest of the people that it's hard. Um, I'm trying to, one of the ways I create peace is I let people structure things in the best way. And in my opinion, I mean, like, I'm sure Lewis has an amazing patio. It's, he's very successful. Um, I just don't know if it's going to be as amazing. Um, especially if Jenny is involved. I'll get, like I'll get you, Jenny I'll get you there. I'm going, I'm going to you last. That's it. Yeah, Coming to I you just last. feel like, I don't want to say grand finale, but somebody in the comments probably will. Uh, if somebody <laughs> wants to add that, that would be helpful. Okay. Uh, this one's a little random, but it's been bothering me lately. Do you feel like, like post-it notes are sticky enough? You ever had like a post-it note that you're like, hey, you got one job, I put it here, I move on, and then you come down later and it's on the ground, it hasn't done its job. Do you ever, do you I, ever have you ever, that's the first question, second question, did you know they sell a stickier post-it note, like an extreme note? I did, well, number one, I didn't, I, I'm gonna hurt feelings, but I'm not a post-it note person. I'm just not, not a post-it note person. But, Heidi, Wait, but what do you, like if you have a thought and you're like, I wanna write this thought down and stick it to an item, 
what do you, I mean, what are you doing? You're like licking something like I, tape? I, so on my phone, oh, it's right here. Uh, I, I have a little notes section of my phone. And so I'll, I'll pull open the notes section and just write it down. Or I send myself texts, which is a very strange thing, by the way. But Wait, you just text yourself? Because I email myself. Yeah, same, same idea, for sure. I will tell you this, though. Heidi, Heidi I, I, she's like John Nash. Like, I, I see Post-it notes everywhere. Yeah. They're color-coded. They're, it's just, it's amazing. Good for and her. I, and I have no idea what I'm even looking at. It, it's, you know, like, she can see the Matrix, and I am, uh, it looks like yeah. a mess, what's happening here. But we were shopping at the HEB yesterday, and she needed to get some more Post-it notes. And she actually acknowledged that the ones we were buying, a generic, not post-it note, post-it note, may not be sticky enough. I didn't even know this was a thing. So it's like, I'm, now I'm nervous. That, you a, know, you hear it a third every, time, it's just real. Every time I feel like I like Holly or Heidi the most, I go, what's a new thing that Heidi could do that I agree with? And you go, oh, by the way, oh, yeah, here it is. has an opinion on the strength of a sticky strip on a post-it note. And I go, an additional... Because today, I, there was one on the ground. I've been working on a goal for 93 days in a row. I only have five days left. And I was like, this note won't stick. And that's frustrating to me. Wow. That's frustrating to me. So, okay, last question. What's the, what's like a motivational statement or something encouraging to you that you've heard in the last week, maybe month? Like a phrase. I'll give you a starter one. Um, I was walking with Jeff Goins today, who's a friend of mine. I don't know if you know Jeff, super smart guy. Yep. And we were talking about when you go through a difficult situation and you write about it. And he said, and I don't know if he came up with this, but he's who I heard it from. He said, write from your scars, not your wounds. Like, make sure that you, you know, like you write from your scars, not your wounds. And I thought that was good. I think that's good for parenting. I think that as a parent, when you parent from your wounds, you create additional wounds. When you parent from your lessons and your scars, you create additional lessons and you're able to pass on the lesson of it versus the wound of it. What's something in the last month you thought, oh man, that was encouraging or that song or, you know, let's end, let's end people on a high note on a Friday. God, this is going to sound so weird, but this was, uh, Heidi and I talked about this for an hour yesterday. It's not, it, to me, it's like super motivational, but it's also kind of dark. So I'm just going to start right there. No, no, no disclaimers. I okay. just give it to the people. They can get okay. a full money refund on this entire show at any time. So there's a chapter in my book where I talk about and reference the speech that Steve Jobs gives at Stanford, where he's talking about the inevitability of death. And I've been, I, we had this like hour long conversation yesterday about how I, in like kind of doing an inventory of the last 18 months of life, have maybe been more appreciative of the reality that all of us are going to die. And that reality, not in a morbid way, is an empowering invitation to do anything you want to try to try things to fail publicly to not care literally at all about what anyone has to say about you trying to figure out your life or do something better because you're going to die and and when you're gone there's going to be this window of time where people miss you and then it will not have matter. Like, I, I, <laughs> respectfully, respectfully to your ego, and I'm saying this as much to myself yeah. as anyone, right? Eight months after I'm gone, eight months, and I'm, yeah. I'm amazing. Eight You're months after tall. I'm gone, no one is, no one's going to still be talking outside of like a very, very small group of my family. So like the idea that the people that might criticize my decision to try and do something or be something or is ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. And so 
I've just been really connected to this like permission slip that comes in the inevitability that we're all only walking on this planet for a limited number of days. So go do it, go be it, go try it, go make a, a mess of yourself and learn from it and, and have permission and, and feel okay. It's just like, there's so much freedom in that. Well, my version of that, cause I agree with you. I think sometimes we get over obsessed with legacy as if 400 years from now, like people are gonna be like, oh, remember that book Dave wrote? Like, and my two thoughts on that are one, Eddie Murphy, they asked him about some of the movies he made that weren't good movies. And he was like, what's funny is you think a hundred years from now, they're gonna be talking about any of our movies. Like the most egotistical thing you can think is, everything I'm doing will be talked about 200. I'm leaving a legacy. No, 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 no. The second thing I do with people to help them understand that is I'll say, what, what was your great grandfather's name? Like, what was his name? Hey, what did he do for a job? Like what, how much money did he make? How successful was he? And the app, nobody watching this right now can tell me their great grandfather's name, what he did for a job, how he met his wife, how much money he made, how big his platform or how like it like, and he's your great grandfather. You're physically related to him. So I agree with that. There is a freedom in going, no, this core circle, how you treat your kids, how you treat Heidi, how you treat the people you get to interact with. That's your legacy. The yep. idea that 200 years from now, people are going to, I mean, I think the stat is something like, I mean, like think about books, like how many books, like the people are reading from from a hundred years ago, they're like, man, this is still a really like name the most popular book in two and nineteen twenty one. You you can't, nobody yeah. can. So yeah, I totally agree with that. I love that. So Dave, last time, URL if I want all the free stuff, MrDaveHollis.com. I'm going to tell you all about what you get on Monday, and then we're going to yeah. end up starting two weeks from Monday for ninety days. Once a week, there'll be a different topic. There'll be some coaching. We're going to do lives on Monday, Wednesday. We'll be with you on Fridays. We're going to, we're going to do all the things for the entire time until we head up. So we got, we got some books to move. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. It's book season. Book season. Let's it's go. All... Dave doesn't write a book every year. This is a big deal. I agree. Writing books is challenging. So like, let's, we're not writing two books a year. These aren't pamphlets. This is a book. Like, let's go. Let's go, let's go. All right, Dave, always awesome. Please tell Heidi she has much better post-it note skills than you. Even though her oyster game is, we all know that. It's the one thing, <laughs> one thing. So, all right, see you, Dave. Have all a right, see you, brother. Take care.